0: Welcome to the Happy You're Here podcast. Through this show, I want to share the ideas, tools, and techniques that I've accumulated over the years to live a happier, more fulfilling life. I went from being really, really low, being suicidal, being an addict, to now living a pretty good life. I still struggle, but I think that a lot of these things have helped me be almost sometimes the obnoxiously positive person <laughs> but i'm really happy you're here listening to this show and please feel encouraged to reach out to me on social media and share your thoughts ideas if you're struggling with something maybe you've tried something on the show and you've accomplished it i really really want to know what has happened and i've actually been getting some interesting ones already from people that have tried the information diet so if you haven't listened to that episode go check that one out um, and i'll be interested to hear about the complaining diet I. I'm recording this not having listened to, not having released that episode yet. But this show is about me and you, and all of the people that we can reach together and hopefully heal together. So I really want you to make this a two-way conversation. So yeah, connect with me on social media and let's talk. At the end of the episode, at the end of every single episode, I'm giving you a chance to win $20 Amazon gift card comes with a personalized book. You don't have to buy the book, but I really suggest that you do, especially if you're even kind of a reader. Uh, Stay till the end of the episode and we'll talk about how you can enter that. In this episode, we're going to discuss my least favorite thing that is also one of my most effective tips for boosting energy, boosting mood, mental clarity, and general well-being. Uh, That is a healthy diet and exercise. (laughs) I'm sort of kidding about it being my least favorite thing. I need to Really stop telling myself that. I'm not a huge fan of running in a treadmill or lifting metal things in a room full of machines that I don't really understand how they work. I do, however, love to play certain sports like soccer. I really love climbing anything, (laughs) rocks, trees, walls. I like to bike, but only when I have a place that I'm going. Um, And I really like walking. I can even get into running upstairs, just kind of this absurd like, ah, like run up the stairs really quick to get out of breath. But basically there's a ton of studies out there that show the lack of physical activity has a huge link between depression and anxiety and mental illness. Not necessarily causing them, although it can, um, but more so if you are predisposed to those things, it can be a trigger or it can make it way worse. I've always looked at those things as kind of couldn't it be that depressed people are just less likely to work out, not that the lack of exercise causes depression, but I was wrong basically because I've found this out through my own life that that is totally, you know, I deal with depression a lot and the thing that gets me out of the rut almost all the time is getting out and exercising. Once I really started to pay attention through journaling specifically to the correlation between exercise and my general energy level, it was pretty clear that there was something going on there. Kind of to simplify the whole thing, I struggled pretty heavily with chronic fatigue. Um, I'm just tired all of the time. And so much so that I I went to the doctor for almost a year and she ran all kinds of different tests, tried different medications. I tried different uh, sleep changes, which definitely helped, but did not fix things. My doctor just kind of shrugged eventually and said, well, some people are just tired all the time which was like the worst thing to like, I was like, what am I paying you for? I get it though. I think she was just kind of stumped. But doing all of that, I realized there were three big things that kind of helped the most um, with my mood, especially when it was low and has a huge effect and they kind of stack on top of each other. It takes energy to overcome the really difficult pathways in our brains. So it makes sense that we're prone to our vices and negative thinking when we're tired. So sleeping consistently and sleeping well, eating relatively healthy and doing some kind of physical activity every single day will 100% increase your energy and therefore help you increase your mental well-being. So let me just reiterate that. When you are tired, you are more likely to give in to your vices and you are more likely to think negatively and to be sad and to just focus and dwell and not be able to get out of those thought patterns. You also are less likely to be able to form new habits because it takes energy to overcome old habits. So the things that will help you get out of those things, like the key, 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 key thing, and I hate that this is the biggest thing, but really it is, is sleeping consistently well, eating relatively healthy, and doing some kind of physical activity. So let's tackle each of those real quick because I figured out a method that has worked for me and I wanna share this method with you that will gradually get yourself to a good place when you're stuck in a depressed rut. The first one is to adjust your food. The other two are gonna feed off of what you eat. (laughs) I didn't mean to do that pun, but anyway. The other two will feed off of this one. Will feed off of what you eat. You don't need to dedicate yourself to some fad diet. Um, There are some core things that really make a difference. For one, and this is A big problem for me is make sure you're eating enough calories. It'd be no wonder that you don't have any energy if you're not putting enough fuel into your body, which has been a big thing for me. On the other hand, if you're eating way too much, your body is getting overloaded. So I use a tool called Lifesum. You can look it up on the i think it's, it might just be apple but there's similar things like it but life and i'm not affiliated with them in any way is just a way to track your calories and makes it really easy you don't have to commit to doing this for a really long time i get that it's like super hard to commit to tracking your calories and it's kind of annoying but life kind of makes it easy because you can kind of scan barcodes and things like that and you can go back and u- reuse meals and stuff like that but so i did that for a few weeks So anytime I feel like I'm getting it off track, I go back and I do it for at least a week. Um, And it's free. You don't have to stick to it forever. Like I said, just get really serious about tracking it just for a few days. A whole week is helpful because then you kind of get your whole cycle. Um, And then you'll get a good idea of what necessary adjustments you might need to make. And obviously not all calories are created equal. I think we all kind of intuitively know which ones are really bad for us. You don't have to eat like a health nut, but at least try to get your calories from a variety of places, not just ice cream and Pop-Tarts. Uh, nuts, cashews, and sunflower seeds, I found are incredible at giving me energy, and I actually like the way that they taste. Raw fruit, too, is pretty good, eating meat. I know that's controversial, but meat has a lot of good stuff in it. It's also got bad stuff in it, but whatever. Uh, I think that generally, you know, staying away from the McDonald's menu, trying to eat places that if you're going to eat out, eat places that are a little more expensive, but definitely have better food or eat in more often and just focus on the ingredients you're putting in and make sure it's not just all added sugar. Uh, It'll be different for everyone, but just trying, trying to get on the right track will start to uh, make the improvements. So once you do that, once you start doing that simultaneously, even try to get your sleep cycle in check. So there are some really big factors that are affecting your sleep. The big one for a lot of people, including myself, is caffeine and sugar. But Caffeine stays in your body for six hours. Even if you're not noticing the effect anymore, even if you're like, well, caffeine doesn't work on me, it's still enough to keep you from sleeping or to keep you from reaching deep sleep. If you can, start with a consistent wake-up time. I've learned that the bedtime is not as important. Waking up at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. will start to train your brain to end its cycle at the right time. So you might not get as many cycles because you went to bed later or earlier, whatever, but the thing is you gotta get die hard about this. Oversleeping is as much of a problem as undersleeping. Uh, if not more. So setting a consistent target for your bedtime, that's okay too, but I've just found it to be less realistic. I can stay up until 4 a.m. and still wake up at 10 a.m. and feel pretty well rested. Yeah, pick a time and be realistic. If you're waking up at 2 p.m. every day, don't be like, I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m. You know, 10 a.m. is a pretty good time to wake up. Obviously, if you have a job that you have to go to, that helps too but try to get super consistent about that. And if that's not helping, then think about the caffeine, think about your bedtime, are you getting enough sleep? Are you oversleeping? Those things all feed into it. And noise and light can really affect the quality of your sleep too. Like the whole world is super noisy now in comparison to the way that we um, grew to sleep. Uh, so I wear masks and an earplug pretty much every single day. Then I take the mask off in the morning so that uh, like when I first kind of start to wake up, I'll pull the mask off. I just got into that habit. um, so the sun hopefully will start to wake me up. But I mean, just blocking out light and blocking out noise helps a lot. I'll include some links in the show notes how to get better sleep. And finally, once you start doing those, you might feel just enough motivation to do some physical activity. The bottom line, is that you just need to start moving. Even if it feels impossible to do it every day, just do it today, just start. Just start moving. Bodies in motion, stay in motion. Bodies at rest, stay at rest. Again, this doesn't have to mean going to the gym every day. It's great if you can do that. For me, I live in a city where I can walk everywhere, and that's pretty reasonable for me to do. So I just don't drive or take a lift if it's at all reasonable for me to walk. If it's within like 45 minute walk, I just walk. I also take the stairs as often as possible. It's super annoying, but it's also relatively easy. Also, my big tip is just have fun. Climb some trees, even if it feels silly. Play some light sports, some casual basketball, tennis, something. Play tag with your friends. Do something to get yourself to move around. Laugh and have a good time. Taking care of your physical body will positively affect your mental health. So out of these four things that we were talking about in this series, those have had a huge impact on me. This one is one of the biggest and it's also the hardest for me to keep up with. I understand, so hopefully this, maybe can just serve as a reminder to get active, to take care of your sleep, take care of your nutrition. Connect with me anywhere uh, on the internet. My name is Craig and Zanna, if you didn't catch that, and I'm always open to chat. This episode has had any impact on you at all. Please share this with one person, at least one person, but just think about one person that you think could really benefit from hearing this episode. The reason I ask for one is because I think it's more effective and it will actually reach people, which is what matters uh, if you share this one-on-one with someone. So if you do that, the way that you can enter to win the $20 Amazon gift card is simply by taking a screenshot of you sharing this with one person. Go to slash podcast and you can submit your screenshot there. Every screenshot that's ever been submitted and ever will be submitted goes into a pool and we pick someone at random out of that every single time we publish a new episode. And actually you can enter as many times as you want. So if you share it with 12 people, you can post 12 screenshots, if you share it with one every week. You can do that. If you share it with one once, you still have a chance to win. What you'll get is a personal book suggestion and a $20 Amazon gift card to go out and buy that book or do whatever you want with it, really. Thank you again for listening. Please take some of this advice into consideration. Check out the show notes for some of the um, research behind this episode and some of the articles that will show you kind of more deep dives into each specific thing. I really hope to see you here in the next episode or to hear you here or whatever. I guess I can't see you. I wish I could though. But anyway, thank you for listening and goodbye.